You're listening to Autumn on the Air, the weekly podcast that brings you conversations about the impact of research commercialization and the people who make it happen. Join us for interviews with patent and licensing professionals, innovators, entrepreneurs, and tech transfer leaders on the issues and trends that matter most. Keep listening for an inside track on the people, IP policies, and politics changing our world. Welcome to a special episode as we gear up for the 2024 Autumn Annual Meeting in San Diego. I'm your host, Lisa Mueller, and today we have an exciting sneak peek into what awaits attendees this year. For this exciting discussion, I'm joined by Almisha Campbell, Autumn's board chair and the assistant vice president for research and economic development at Jackson State University. Welcome, Amisha. It's always great to have you back on the podcast. Thank you, Lisa. It's so good to be here. I am so excited this time of the year, and you know why. Oh, I think I have a pretty good idea. And let me tell you, living in Chicago, where it's currently below zero, I'm pretty excited, too. Awesome. Awesome. So we're talking about this year's annual meeting, and it's going to be held in beautiful San Diego at the Marriott Marquis. Tell me, what are you looking forward to and what activities can attendees enjoy while they're in this beautiful location surrounded by San Diego and hopefully very, very warm? Hey, what better place to be than San Diego, right? We're expecting winter storm here in Mississippi, so I'm looking forward to San Diego in February. I am so excited because the meeting is going to be so much fun. I think it's going to be one of the largest that we've had. If you remember, and I know a lot of us don't want to look back, but San Diego was a place that we were supposed to be when the pandemic hit. And so this year we get into, we do, but we're going to make it much better than we had anticipated. Um, I'm looking for uh, forward to seeing all the attendees, to exploring um, all of San Diego from iconic sites like the San Diego Zoo and the unconditional surrender statue. Imagine, Lisa, lots of fun, breathtaking heights in Torrey Pines. There's a perfect mix of nature and culture. And I'm all about nature and culture, right? As a Caribbean woman, nature and culture is on the top of the list. And so you can engage in so much stuff like the food trucks. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I heard that if you look at the autumn guide of good stuff to do in San Diego, you'll see all about the food trucks. You will see all about the zoo and the walking around that can be done in San Diego. And I'm looking forward to all of it because guess what? It's going to be a great time and one of the best annual meetings we'll have in San Diego. Yeah. And it's going to be so nice to be able to be outside for more than five minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely I know. <laughs> Almisha, as you know, Autumn's international presence continues to grow. What are you most looking forward to as international members join us at the annual meeting this year? Hey, Lisa, if you remember my speech when I took the Gavlas chair, I laid out my plans for increasing international engagement to ensure a sense of belonging for all Autumn members. And one of the things I can tell you, I felt a sense of pride this year as I travel globally and visit many different countries and talk about Autumn. One of the things that I want all of our members to understand, 
while we are more American-centric, we do have a large number of international members, a part of Autumn, who talks about us with great pride and joy. And as we travel from invitation to invitation across these different countries, all I'm hearing is, can Autumn come to my country? Can Autumn have this workshop? Can Autumn have this meeting? And it has been so fascinating to me, not only are there members talking about Autumn, but there are governmental agencies who are requesting our presence in their countries. So I want to highlight things like the Egyptian grant that we have, that we have trainers that are training um, folks in Egypt. And in fact, some of them will be here at the annual meeting in San Diego who took part in that workshop training by Autumn. One of the things that Steve Sasalka, our fearless CEO, has always said Autumn is a great convener, but I think more than just being a convener, we are a great connector of people. We're great in terms of how we make people feel welcome. And so we want to make sure that we increase that. So at this annual meeting, we're going to recognize our international members. We're going to have a full um, session where we're able to see and appreciate all of our international members that are present at our annual meeting. And I'm looking forward to it. So let's get into some of the specifics about the meeting itself. And, you know, this year we've got eight tracks for professionals. Can you give us a glimpse into these tracks and how they cater to the various interests and needs of attendees? Absolutely, Lisa. Um, you know, Autumn does a great job of providing training um, from entry level tech transfer professionals to mid-career and then even for advanced. And one of the things I always tell people that make Autumn this type of community that I love is because we're willing to share. We're willing to share. We have people who are experts in different areas of technology transfer, knowledge transfer. And these are the people who would be at our conference, along with other partners that are sharing their expertise due to this training. So we have topics such as um, intellectual property that aligns with our professional development goals. We have licensing and agreements that offers insight into addressing common licensing issues. We have marketing strategies. These strategies examine how networks and media um, are used to market technologies effectively because oftentimes we have to make sure we're explaining what we do as tech transfer professionals and our marketing strategies for those technologies developed in our laboratories. And so then you have new ventures and entrepreneurship. We talked about the expanding role of, of the TTO and how entrepreneurship and supporting new ventures is one of those things that we've increasingly are doing. So this topic addresses issues relevant to building and sustaining new ventures, bridging the value of debt in academia and startup settings through creative funding and educational support, and of course, the operations. We cannot do much in tech transfer without our, our operations um, experts. So we are tailored for those professionals that are overseeing tech transfer office administration. This is a critical um, group of people that supports our office from our internal policies and procedures to the structure from, for maximizing day-to-day -day efficiency. I know as a TTO director, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have this type of support, whether it's an, it's an outside firm that's helping with operations or internal staff. So much appreciation to this team. And of course, um, over the last few years, 
an increase in policy and advocacy. So now we're at a point where we're training our membership how to um, look at policies and also to advocate for our profession and for the different things we do as tech transfer. So communicating tech transfer goals, our roles and successes to the world. How we talked about um, in our um, Autumn's International Leadership Summit, how do we define tech transfer so the layman would understand what we do, that the politician would, would understand what we do, so the presidents of our institutions would know what to do. So this policy and advocacy session would be great for those of us who want to learn how to do this um, because it includes legislative advocacy, global tech transfer, equity, diversity, and inclusion. And of course, one of the big things that we do is societal impact. And then relationship management and, and, and industry partnership, we have to have those with the Chips and Science Act. And we have in the art program and we have in um, engines program. A lot of those are driven by industry partnership along with everything else that we do. And so this is one of those critical sessions that for professional development of our, of our profession would really be needed. And then there are a lot of emerging trends. Um, and, and I can go on and on about the great sessions that would be there. And if you have not registered your staff or yourself to be here, you need to be here. It's one of the greatest professional development conferences you would ever go to, especially when it comes to tech transfer. Yeah, the breadth and the depth of the offerings is absolutely incredible. It's it's extremely impressive. Exactly. And I know sometimes people will say, oh, I didn't have enough time to go to this. I wish I could go to them all, right? Because they are so great and nowhere else can you go and get this breadth of information and directly from the experts themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Almisha, Autumn offers specialized add-on courses in marketing, tech valuation, leadership communication, and negotiations during the annual meeting. And these courses are held on Sunday, February the 18th, and Tuesday, February 20th, which provides an opportunity for a deep dive into critical focus areas for TTO success. So tell us, how can professionals benefit from enrolling in these specialized courses and what specific skills or knowledge can they expect to gain that will contribute to their success in tech transfer? Thank you for that question, Lisa. Um, the marketing, tech valuation, leadership communication and negotiation courses, I think they offer unique um, opportunity for us to delve deeply into critical focus areas. When you look at those who participate, they can expect to gain practical insights, valuable skills and industry specific knowledge that not would only contribute to their success in TT, but also prepare them for increased responsibilities for future career advancements. I know that people in marketing would, would do great for this job um, to learn from these courses as well, even if they're not marketing um, for the tech transfer office, but they could be marketing for a university-wide. They completely understand what we're doing in tech transfer and being able to market and using the tools and resources provided to them during these specialized courses. Um, I know some of these courses are oftentimes offered during um, uh, Autumn University, but at this conference, you usually get more hands-on training. You also get an opportunity to have other people in those sessions that you can collaborate with, or people you can talk through. How do you do it in your office? I do understand what this lesson was saying, but in my office, this is how we operate, and you can share best practices in that room together. 
Um, I do I do recommend this. One of the things I want to highlight when you mention um, this is a leadership communication. This would be one of the first year. Um, it would be the first year that we are offering this. Um, it, it was one of those um, sessions that were born out of our sister organization, the FLC. Um, they hosted this at the annual meeting and there was so much enthusiasm about this that we thought, what a great idea to bring it to the an- autumn annual meeting. I'm already registered. I know a lot of people talked about this, recommended it to their staff to participate in it. So I look forward to seeing the number of people that would be at these sessions, especially this new session, Leadership Communication. Because as I said earlier, we have to learn to communicate um, tech, tech transfer and other things with our leadership on our campus, but also with the community in which we serve. Absolutely. That sounds like a tremendous offering, that leadership communication course. Definitely. And I plan to be there. So one of the things I'm really excited about is the AM24 Anywhere that's being introduced at this year's annual meeting for online access. So Amisha, tell us, how does this platform innovate the annual meeting experience for attendees and what opportunities does it offer for virtual networking and collaboration? Lisa, let me say this. I just wish this AM24 Anywhere was available those times when I couldn't attend annual meetings um, because it would make you feel like you're still there. It provide you that access to the annual meeting online experience. It includes the educational content and networking opportunities on your own time. So whether or not you're busy doing something else, you can select the time and date that fits your schedule that you can actually get all the content for the annual meeting. So by registering for the AM24 Anywhere, you can network with attendees via Autumn Connect. And as we know, Autumn Connect is our partnering platform. Make sure you have Autumn Connect because you'll be able to connect with um, industry as well through that platform. You can actually um, schedule virtual meetings with all attendees. So you can reach out and say, hey, Lisa, I'd like to set up a 30 minutes meeting with you. And you can determine based on your schedule, because I know you're going to be busy, that this is a time when you're available to have that meeting with a virtual attendee. But not only that, you can access the recorded educational content and watch anytime. So this is something I wish I had for those moments early in my career when I couldn't attend and I had to go online and try to find um, those chat sessions where I would download and put in my binder. And I always talk about that because that's how I was able to develop my policies and processes. But now to have this at your fingertips at any time that's convenient to you, I think it's amazing. That's really a great ad by Autumn. I think that's going to make such a difference for so many people in so many jurisdictions, right? It doesn't matter where you are. Absolutely. Totally agree. No matter which country you're in, which continent, you'll have access to this once you are registered for it. Yeah. Again, behind Autumn's missions of being very inclusive, which that's really going to help bring inclusivity to the forefront. Absolutely. So, Almisha, I wanted to ask you, networking is a crucial aspect, and with over 9,000 face-to-face meetings held annually, how does Autumn facilitate these connections, and what advice do you have for attendees looking to maximize their networking opportunities with professionals from different backgrounds and expertise areas? Great question, Lisa. I think the annual meeting is one of the greatest networking sessions of our career. Um, one of the things I will tell people, make sure you sign up for Connect and Collaborate. It's one of the best ways um, to have those meetings with industry professionals that you won't really get 
um, that access every day. And so at the annual meeting, once you sign up for Connect and Collaborate, you can have those sessions. But also there are sessions for first-time attendees. There's also for new members um, that I know the committee is working really hard to make sure they feel a sense of belonging and they get what they need out of the annual meeting. So if you're new to Autumn, uh, first-time attendee, make sure you go to those sessions that are designed for you to bring you into the profession and to help you facilitate some of those um, networking opportunities. But also um, stay back after, after the sessions. Spend at least five minutes after each session in the room with the speakers and also the participants in the room, because sometimes it's the greatest way to ask the questions that you didn't want to ask during the session. But you now have an opportunity to collaborate, to exchange um, um, your don't forget if you if you don't have a digital card, if you don't have LinkedIn, make sure you sign up and have that available. It's one of the biggest ways to connect with people while you're there. So make sure you have that. And for me. Um, if you're someone like me who's not great at names, make sure you take the card and write a note on the back of how you met that person, what you discussed. So by the time you go back to your office, you can send a quick follow-up email and say, it was nice to meet you. I'm happy that we discussed X, Y, and Z. That way you form that genuine connection that you can have for a lifetime. Because one of the things I would say, Autumn membership is one of the most generous membership I've ever met. They share with you. They talk with you. I've never found a person that would say, I, I cannot answer the question. I will not. If they don't know, they'll forward you to the person that, that has that information. And so take full opportunity to engage. I know a lot of us are shy, but this is not a time to be shy. And sit by someone during those dinners or lunches that you've never met before. So we tend to sit by the people that are from our same institutions. Try not to do that at the annual meeting. Sit by someone else, engage in those conversations. So those are some of the things that I would offer. And for someone like me who is not big on um, a lot of talking, you know, in these type of settings, but it's it's one of the best ways I've found if I find someone different and sit by them do lunch or dinner or networking session, and then always exchanging um, numbers. So that's what I would add, Lisa. I think that's great advice. And just think about if you spent, you know, one morning session, one afternoon session, and maybe the evening meeting one new person and talking to one new person, you know, that's quite a few people you're adding to your network in several days. Exactly. And those same people will connect you with others. So that's a multiplier as well. Exactly. So, Amisha, you mentioned briefly Autumn's industry slash academia connect and collaborate event, and that's a unique opportunity for companies and universities to engage. How will that annual meeting facilitate collaboration with potential industry partners? Good question, Lisa. Um, I highly recommend this event, like I said earlier, because during this event, industry and partners, they engage with concise presentations. So you're not listening to long presentations, very concise. They're sharing the technology they're seeking, are offering valuable tips on collaboration with their companies. They tell you exactly what you need to do when you reach out to them. They tell you exactly um, the type of conversations you need to have and how you should prepare. Um, so this year, we're excited to introduce two specialized opportunities catering to life sciences and physical science industry professionals. These are designed to enhance the relevance and targeted networking experience. And then following the Monday event, attendees can engage in networking activities with the Expo Hall. The Expo Hall is always one of the biggest things. 
So take your swag bag with you because there'll be a lot of swag. <laughs> there'll be a lot of information to yeah. share. <laughs> I'm a person that likes swag. So take all that information with you, but also talk to the people that are there from industry. Because like I said, a lot of time we're not able to engage. And because we are the conduit between our faculty researchers and the industry, we need to have enough information as possible of how we get our foot in the door. And so these are great ways to do that. And you can participate in networking reception and providing a dedicated space where you can connect with these decision makers. Um, because like I said, it's hard to get in touch with these people if you don't know how to. And this is the best way to learn. Well, Alicia, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Um, there are 90 educational sessions. So can you give us just a, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, can you give us a sneak peek into some of the sessions that you think attendees should miss? Oh, Lisa, 90 educational sessions. We didn't just say sessions. We said educational sessions, which mean that you can come in. Exactly. You can come in and learn anything to advance your career. So this is the best professional development opportunities. There's so much that I can name, but I'm going to name three of them that I think are critical for people in TT to participate in. And I'll tell you why. So one topic is pursuing hope, how the commercialization of Spinraza has changed lives. And so if you're not sure about this, this is a development and commercialization of a life-saving treatment for spinal muscular atrophy. It's a deadly inherited disease in young children. And I think the speakers on this session would highlight the work that they have done, the great strides they have made, and I'm sure you will learn about this impact. And especially for those of us that are in the profession, may have people with similar issues and need this type of treatment, you can understand how this was developed and the work that they continue doing. So um, this will bring hope globally. And, and I think that's one of the sessions that people would be highly intrigued about. Also, the AI ecosystem, we all talk about AI and there are people who are skeptical about AI, whether or not AI would, you know, um, some sort of give us um, not so good skill sets in people because they're cheating with, with, with tools and resources. But I'm excited about it because it's an opportunity for us to figure out how we can take AI and make our offices run smoother and be more efficient. So this topic, just to recap, the AI ecosystem, how can universities and industry innovate together? So what we'll find in this session, they will dive into rapid advancement of AI technologies. You will see the uniting of university re, uh, researchers with the biotech industry and high-tech companies to explore the inter interdependency between academia and, and industry. So this addresses access to data, algorithms, regulatory requirements and contractual compliance. Sounds like a lot, but all this is, how can we better use AI tools to innovate and create the best technologies out there that would have societal impact? I'm excited about this. I kind of think I, I've heard a, a, a preview of this at, at the um, Eastern Regional Meeting. I'm excited because I think as we're advancing in, in emerging technologies, rather than being scared of these technologies, we need to know how to use them to our advantage. How do we train these tools and technologies? Which aspects of the TTO should we incorporate them in? And there's a huge session. I think people are going to love being at this session. 
Um, and just because I'm, I'm uh, moderating this session, I have to highlight it. So with, um, there's this topic, supporting change in emerging TTOs. It's a conversation between the USPTO, the National Academy of Inventors, and Autumn, and the efforts they're doing to support inclusive innovation. So we have session from um, USPTO Deputy Director, from the NIA board member, and myself as Chief of Autumn, and the things that we're doing to advance um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and access for people in our profession. I'm excited about the session as well, Lisa. But there's so much. Please, please, please plan your agenda before you go to the annual meeting. Look at all the topics that would be there. Look at where the sessions are located and map everything out. You're going to find yourself trying to run between sessions. But if you do that, you're going to miss some critical information in some of the sessions. So maybe one thing, that, one thing I would say, if you have a colleague that's going with you, team up with that colleague. Conquer and divide. Exactly. And share information when you're done because it's so much um, sessions, so much great content. I am proud of the work that the committee has done in selecting these topics. And I'm even proud of the people that submitted topics to participate um, in this annual meeting. And the topics are really, really great. So we're going to have a great time learning, a great time sharing and a great time collaborating. Absolutely. And you mentioned running. So speaking of running, that leads me to ask you about the 5K. And I know Team Autumn is organizing the 5K for a good cause. So tell us more about this initiative, how attendees can participate, and the impact it'll have on supporting future leaders of tech transfer through the Autumn Foundation. Lisa, you wouldn't believe this. I mean, I think you can see it anyway, but just by happenstance, I'm wearing my 5K you t-shirt. You are wearing your 5K, last- yes. <laughs> I, I didn't run, but well, I was one of the biggest supporters. I got up early, I came downstairs, I dressed the part and I chair on the team from the beginning to the end. I'm really looking forward to this year, I signed up to run and walk <laughs> because I think that this event will not only promote um, a healthy and active lifestyle, but I think it also contributes to the supporting the future leaders of tech transfer through the Autumn Foundation. So the funds that we paid um, to participate, it's not a lot, very little um, support is going to the Autumn Foundation in support of new um, prof- um, for future leaders in the profession. The attendees can actively participate by registering for the event that's taking place on Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning during the meeting. So bring your colleagues, bring your family, and of course, bring you. And like I said, I'm running slash walking, so feel free to join me. I'm not ashamed to walk. Um, <laughs> registration includes a free T-shirt and the satisfaction of knowing that you got out of the session rooms <laughs> and into the Sunday sunshine. Exactly. And I'll say this, Carly, I'm going to call Carly's name because I know Carly will be out there to drone. She'll be following the runners and you'll see some great footage of how much fun it is. And you don't want to miss out. You want to see yourself on stage. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Carly does an amazing job with that drone. So, yeah, um, it, it will be definitely be buzzing around. And, and I heard there's a competition going on. I won't call names, but there are two or three people that are vying to win this. But I'm going to challenge some other people to go out and beat those three people that are competing for the first place. <laughs> there you go. You heard the challenge here. So, yep. Well, thank you for sharing that. That sounds like a great uh, event on Wednesday morning. And 
Almisha, thank you so much for sharing your valuable insights regarding the upcoming autumn annual meeting. It's always a pleasure having you on the podcast. And also, let me take this opportunity to say thank you so much for your passion, your dedication, and your leadership this past year uh, for autumn. It's incredible the things you've achieved, and we all cannot thank you enough. Thank you, Lisa. And I must say thanks for all who've been supportive this past year. I felt your support. I heard your support. Thank you so much. I could not have done this without the committees, without the wonderful staff, without the members of the office of the chair. And I look forward to supporting Andy Moss as he takes the gavel at the annual meeting to become the next chair of Autumn. So all the best to all of you and see you soon. See you soon, Amisha. Bye-bye. For those eager to dive deeper into the offerings of the 2024 annual meeting and secure their spot, I encourage you to visit Autumn's official website. Registration is just a click away. Don't miss out. Register now and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to Autumn on the Air with Lisa Mueller. Get social with us and share your thoughts. You can tweet us at AUTM or visit us online at AUTM.net. We'll be back next week on the air. Be sure to join us.